You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to What's New with Wired. It's Tuesday, January 17th. I'm Zeke Robison. Today we're talking about how the Department of Justice warned a provider of tenant screening software that its technology must comply with fair housing law. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. Two years ago, Mary Lewis submitted an application to rent an apartment at Granada Highlands in Malden, Massachusetts. She liked that the unit had two full bathrooms and that there was a pool on the premises. But the landlord denied her the apartment, allegedly due to a score assigned to her by a tenant screening algorithm made by SafeRent. Lewis responded with references to prove 16 years of punctual rent payments to no avail. Instead, she took a different apartment that cost $200 more a month in an area with a higher crime rate. But a class action filed by Lewis and others last May argues that safe rent scores based in part on information in a credit report amounted to discrimination against black and Hispanic renters in violation of the Fair Housing Act. The groundbreaking legislation prohibits discrimination on the basis of race, disability, religion, or national origin, and was passed in 1968 by Congress a week after the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. That case is still pending, but the U.S. Department of Justice last week used a brief filed with the court to send a warning to landlords and the makers of tenant screening algorithms. SafeRent had argued that algorithms used to screen tenants aren't subject to the Fair Housing Act because its scores only advise landlords and don't make decisions. The DOJ's brief, filed jointly with the Department of Housing and Urban Development, dismisses that claim, saying the act and associated case law leave no ambiguity. Housing providers and tenant screening companies that use algorithms and data to screen tenants are not absolved from liability when their practices disproportionately deny people of color access to fair housing opportunities, Department of Justice Civil Rights Division leader Kristen Clark said in a statement. Like in many areas of business and government, algorithms that assign scores to people have become more common in the housing industry. But although claimed to improve efficiency or identify better tenants, as safe rent marketing material suggests, tenant screening algorithms could be contributing to historically persistent housing discrimination, despite decades of civil rights law. 
A 2021 study by the U.S. National Bureau of Economic Research that used bots using names associated with different groups to apply to more than 8,000 landlords found significant discrimination against renters of color, and particularly African Americans. It's a relief that this is being taken seriously. There is an understanding that algorithms aren't inherently neutral or objective and deserve the same level of scrutiny as human decision-makers, says Michelle Gilman, a law professor at the University of Baltimore and former civil rights lawyer at the Department of Justice. Just the fact that the DOJ is in on this, I think, is a big move. A 2020 investigation by The Markup and ProPublica found that tenant screening algorithms often encounter obstacles like mistaken identity, especially for people of color with common last names. A ProPublica assessment of algorithms made by the Texas-based company RealPage last year suggested it can drive up rents. A second case against safe rent under the Fair Housing Act concluded in federal court in Connecticut in November and awaits a judge's decision. It was brought by Carmen Arroyo and others who say the company's CrimSafe algorithm deemed a shoplifting charge that was later dropped disqualifying, leading to a request for her disabled son, who was unable to speak or walk, to be denied. The case alleges the system discriminated on the basis of disability, national origin, and race. In response to the brief filed by the DOJ and HUD, Andrew Sukup, an attorney for SafeRent, said the company aims to supply property managers and landlords with predictions to help them make good decisions, but does not itself make housing decisions. SafeRent does not decide whether to approve anyone's application for housing. Those decisions are made by property managers and landlords, he said in a statement. The Department of Justice's intervention in the Safe Rent case is one part of recent efforts by the U.S. government to enforce civil rights laws on algorithms that make important decisions about people's lives. On the same day, the department announced terms of a settlement agreement with Meta for selling ads that allegedly violate the Fair Housing Act. The company has developed a system to reduce discrimination in Facebook ads and will remain under federal government supervision until 2026. Federal monitoring of Meta should send a strong signal to other tech companies that they too will be held accountable for failing to address algorithmic discrimination that runs afoul of our civil rights laws, said Clark, the Department of Justice Civil Rights Division leader, in a statement. Last year, she worked with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission to issue guidance to businesses using hiring algorithms on how to avoid violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Together, those interventions suggest the DOJ is determined to enforce federal anti-discrimination law to protect people's rights in the era of algorithms. Obviously, advertising is different than tenant screening, but it puts these different industries on notice that they can't hide behind a lack of transparency anymore, and that there is going to be greater accountability, said Gilman, the University of Baltimore law professor. She has represented low-income clients for 25 years, and in the past few years has encountered more cases in which she suspects an algorithm working in the background denied a client housing. But whether existing anti-discrimination law will prove adequate or whether new law is necessary to protect against harmful algorithms is an unresolved issue. The signal sent to the housing sector this week by the Department of Justice seems in line with other proclamations by the Biden administration on addressing the role AI can play in human rights abuses. Last year, the White House proposed an AI Bill of Rights, a set of principles intended to protect citizens from algorithms in critical areas of their lives like housing, health care, finance, and government benefits. The Trump administration had attempted to make it more difficult to prosecute landlords who use tenant screening algorithms under the Fair Housing Act. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. 
Today in Wired Business, as gig economy companies flee Europe, rapid grocery delivery apps are leaving the continent, putting Getir, a Turkish startup, on top. Checking in on Wired Science, we look at the next pandemic and paying people to get vaccinated. And on Wired Security, all the data Apple collects about you and how to limit it. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from wired.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.